How's it going, everybody? It's Michael here with another episode of the Loftus Party Podcast. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. You guys are awesome. Crazy week, right? Right? Uh, I was flying all over the country. Amfest just arrived in Vegas. Just got to the hotel room, and I'm like, let's record the podcast. So there's that going on. Amfest was awesome, by the way. And I'm very much looking forward to the Vegas shows. But there's lots of other stuff going on. I keep checking my phone. Because, you know, you get all your news from your phone. And this whole, uh, this, uh, drag show in Texas? Boy, that's, that's not a good sign. The, uh, the drag kids to pride is what they were calling it. We're going to get into that. We got to talk about... Uh, oh my gosh, I'm looking at the news right now. Oh, the Queen's Jubilee. God bless you, Queen's Jubilee. And then we got to talk about the guns. We got This is the only place we can really talk about it. If you even say the word gun on YouTube, that's it. Demonetized. Gone. Bye. You don't want to post it on Facebook or anything, so here it is. It's the podcast. I took my time. I thought about it. And... Uh, it's, it's, it's predictable what the left is doing. It's all predictable. We all saw it coming. So it's, uh, it's moving on from AR-15s and weapons of war, and it's the same old arguments. That's the thing that kills me. I think I was saying this on last week's show. Like, if you really want to talk about what's going on, if you really want to talk about why uh, – Kids are, are going into schools and shooting up other kids. Let's, let's seriously, I'll go Kamala Harris on you. We need to have that conversation. Okay. <laughs> but for real, we do. We need to figure out why. Okay. I don't want to get, I don't, I don't want to jump off like that. Let's, let's, let's start on a lighter note. I, I find this funny. I hope you guys do too. So I get into Vegas, and you if you spend any time in Vegas, like when I come here, I do shows. I'm doing shows at the MGM, Brad Garrett's Comedy Club. It's a great club. Always have a blast. It's a long week. You know, you're here for like seven nights. You're doing shows every night. But it's great. The rooms are fantastic. I can get my work done, ba 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 ba. But it's always a countdown until you see some girl crying. It's just a matter of time. There's, <laughs> It's always going to happen. It's just a matter of when. If you are awake long enough in Las Vegas, it's like, all right, so when do you see the crying chick? When do you see the couple having the fight? <laughs> That's the kind of thing I love to people watch. And there's always like uh, the person who spent too much money and then their partner's all mad at them. There's always the drunk girl crying. But So this was record time. Record time. I've already seen, I've already seen drunk girl crying. I'm not even kidding you. I've been here for like 35 minutes. 35 minutes, drunk girl crying. <laughs> That's, so we can check that one off our list. Now we just have to have, uh, now we just have the dude who spent too much money. I don't know. It's, it's fun to be back in Vegas. Not a lot of masks. Not a lot of masks. That's good. You see, you see some on the planes. Oh, my Lord. Okay. So we're going to start on an optimistic optimistic uh, note. Amfest in Palm Springs was completely awesome. Was completely flipping awesome. Getting out there, total pain in the ass. And and there's 
there's enough blame to go around. None of it, none of it is mine. None of it is mine. And I wish I could blame it on like sheer incompetence or something. I wish I could blame it on like a, a political thing. This was just, this was freaking planes, trains, and automobiles. It was at that level. So I get on a plane, I got to go to Dallas, and then I go from Dallas, make a connection. And the people who booked my travel were fantastic. I had plenty of time to make my connection, but not too much time. Uh, so I get on the plane, going to Dallas. Then they come, they come and they announce, oh, Dallas, they got bad weather. It's like a monsoon down there. It's like a hurricane. Holy crap. I, you think if a storm is so big that it can shut down a city the size of Dallas, don't you think that should be like national news? Don't, don't you think that should be like in the airport? Maybe you might want to give travel. Hey, there's a storm coming that's so fucking big. It's going to shut down Dallas. You think? And they didn't know before we got on the plane? Anyway, so we get on the plane. Storms in Dallas. We can't land in Dallas. What are you, crazy? You want to kill us all? You fucking lunatic. So uh, we got to go to, we got to go to Houston. Now, uh, as, as, we, as we hear that announcement, the pilot then apologizes for the air conditioning breaking. Oh, that's not a good sign. That's not a good sign. So now the plane's heating up. We got to land in Houston. And evidently we need gas. This is American Airlines, by the way. This is American. <laughs> so we stop in Houston. And then it's only going to be a couple minutes. And then the weather wait for the weather to clear. Anyway, that plane broke. I'll just, I'll just make it short. That plane, the air conditioning broke. It needed gas. It was like the, the 72 Lincoln Mercury of airplanes. Like... Seriously, like how much shit can go wrong? It's not an old car. Like seriously, we ran out of gas and the air conditioning broke. Oh, and the windshield wipers are a little funky. You might want to reach out there. Them blades are a little loose. So now I'm stuck in Houston and it's a plane load of people. So then you got the long, long line to try to reschedule stuff. And then American Airlines, oh, boy, they want you to have the app so bad. They want you to have the, oh, get the app. Get it. We're going to text you. We're going to text you uh, a voucher for a hotel room and $12 worth of food. Get the app. You got to get the app to get the voucher. Get the voucher on the app. So I had to get their app. Anyway, It. I'm up till like 2 in the morning. Go, uh, staying in the line. This is so boring. I apologize. As I'm saying it, I'm like, who gives a fart? So uh, a lovely woman, here's here's a funny part. So I finally get to the front of the line at customer service. And, uh, you know, you're like trying to judge people as you're in line. You're like, oh, I don't, hope I don't get him. He looks mean. Ooh, I hope I get her. She looks nice. Ooh, that lady, she looks like she's helping a lot of people really fast. She must be good. I hope I get her. So I got this lady. Uh, not who I wanted to get, not who I wanted to get, but guess what? She freaking recognized me. She recognized me from the Gutfeld show and she's talking so loud and I'm like, shut up, lady. In my head. She's like, oh, I know you. You're famous. I said, I, where do I know you from? And I'm, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Because here's the deal. That's the society we live in. If, if, if you are on the right, and you're recognizable. Uh, I, I, I can't imagine what Sean Hannity does. He just must have a food taster. Goes with him everywhere. He, 
he eats. But I'm like, holy crap, if they find out, if they find out I'm on Gutfeld and I'm on Fox News, that's it. I'm totally screwed. They're not gonna they're not gonna want me to go to my big right wing event in Palm Springs. So she's like, Oh, you're famous. You're famous. Where do I know you from? And I'm like, I don't know, I've been doing a lot of stuff. She's like, Are you on Gutfeld? Like really loud, you guys. Fucking really loud. Are you on Gutfeld? And I'm like, Yes, yes, I am. Ooh, and then then immediately uh, she's like, what's he like? And I'm like, you know what? He's really great. And he, he, he travels. I think, I think he goes by private jet. Ha ha ha. So she hooked me up. She was very nice, but she, she let the world know who I was. She, she outed my ass at midnight in the freaking Houston airport. She was a delightful person. And if you're listening to the show, thank you. You were awesome. I was just, I was just scared. There was going to be an angry mob of disgruntled passengers. Don't give the Fox guy special treatment. So I get to the hotel room. I wake up and, uh, oh, the old, the, the, the good people. She booked me on a flight on Delta. This is how cool she was. Cause I told her I had a show, uh, in Palm Springs. She puts me on another airline. She puts me on Delta to make sure I get there in time. I wake up at 6 a.m. after four hours of sleep to a text from Delta. Your flight's been canceled. Just call us up. Call us up to rebook. Or Delta, you bitches. They're like, or download our app. And I'm like, fucking stop with the apps. So I go to the airport again. Stand in a long line again. And then, uh, thankfully, they snuck me onto a plane. uh, Leaving. Oh, my God. They had me going from Houston to San Francisco uh, and then getting into Palm Springs at night, it was crazy. Finally, they just did the smart thing uh, and put me through, well, the smart thing. Who knows how many seats are available? It's boring travel stories. I got there. I had to go through Phoenix. Uh, but anyway, I got there, and that's when the fun started. That's when the fun started. Palm Springs uh, was fantastic. The The facility where they had Amp Fest was fantastic. Fantastic. And I got to host quite a few of the events and they, we had some great panels and I, like a moron, I wrote down a bunch of the people's intros. Oh, but here's who I met and he's going to be on the show. Not today, but very soon. Uh, this kid named Zach Voorhees. Do you guys remember the Google whistleblower? The guy who worked for Google and he's like, this is not good, what you're doing, the way you're doing the algorithms, and the way you're assuming this, and people's da 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 And he, it was a huge deal. The I met him, and he has got some new startup technology that is locked and loaded, and he's got a really cool site. And this, it's I'll tell you this, it's a very exciting way to stream videos and play videos uh, but it's decentralized. I, I'm going to let him explain it when he's on the show. But instead of like, if you put a video up on YouTube and YouTube's like, oh, we don't like that. Boom. They just take it down. You're done. Nobody can see it, right? He has a way to decentralize it. So I'm going to try to get Zach Voorhees on the show. I'm looking back through my uh, my my notes. Oh, my gosh. We got to talk about Dinesh D'Souza and the freaking firestorm that dude set off. I'm just going through my notes here. Uh, there's, there's so much great stuff. 
there was a woman who worked in the Trump administration. She was, uh, she saw, she's working on the campaign for 2024. Going to have her on the show. Uh, Tana is her name. She was on The Apprentice and she has been with Trump for a long time. Super cool. Just awesome lady. Full of energy. She's going to be on the show. There was another dude. And I've, I've got all their cards. They're all packed away. This took a, this took a priority, you guys. Report, re- recording this took priority over getting organized. But there's a brand new... It's not brand new. It's relatively new. But it's, a, it's, a, it's an app. Here I go. Now I'm going to start pimping an app. <laughs> Look at Dick. <laughs> this guy has an app. Do you know... Um, you see these ads for this thing on uh, Mammoth Nation. You see those ads. Oh, we're Mammoth Nation. You know, join Mammoth Nation. And then uh, we're, we've got a bunch of, you know, right-leaning business owners. And you can give their, it's a great idea. It's a fantastic idea. The dude I'm talking about, and I want to say it's, the name of it is Public Square. I want to say it's Public Square. Could be wrong. Going to go back and check my notes when I take a break. Uh, and I'll get the real one. Get the good one. Thousands. Like the uh, Mammoth Nation, that's cool, but it's like a club. You got to join their club with this thing, with like Public Square, and God help me, I hope I'm getting the name right. Thousands. You don't have to join a club, and a lot of a lot of places you get discounts. All this stuff I'm going to put up at the website. All of it will be up at theloftusparty.com. Okay, so we're going to get into some. So so. Oh my gosh. What? Oh my gosh. You know who else was there? They did a, uh, a meme award ceremony. They did uh, Oscars. Carpe Donctum was there. So many great, uh, grand old memes was there. Uh, Politozoid. I don't know if you guys know Politozoid had, it, it was fantastic. And the speakers were fantastic. And, uh, uh, Mike Yoder was on, it was He's a fantastic lawyer, one of a handful of lawyers. And I've said this before on the show. And maybe you guys know somebody. But if you know somebody who's a lawyer, they need to get involved in, in the political stuff. This dude, Mike Yoder, let's, I'm going to look him up as we talk. Mike Yoder, uh, just a great dude and fired up. Mike Yoder, Esquire. Yes. So, <laughs> this is a, it took less than nine minutes for Mr. Yoder to publicly state he would sue President Biden for requiring all federal workers to be vaccinated. He's that dude. When the federal government was like, hey, you have to have, you have to have a vax, Mike Yoder was on it. He was on it. And, he says there's only like a handful of people doing this kind of uh, constitutional law work because uh, there's not a lot of money in it. You're not an ambulance chamber. And he also, there's a group of firefighters uh, from California, uh, Fighters for Freedom, I think is their name, and it's the number four. He's representing them because they don't want to get the jab. Uh, and it's just, it's great. We need tons of these dudes. Like, we need so many lawyers on our side. It's crazy. One of the, one of the ways we're getting our, 
butts kicked is uh, is by Lawfare, and it's what they just did to uh, Peter Navarro. They arrested Peter Navarro at the airport, and it just that kind of drives me crazy when they do that. Peter Navarro, uh, you know, economy guy. He was in the Trump administration. Just a, I think he, I think he really knows his stuff. They wanted him to testify in front of Congress uh, for January, about January sixth, and he goes, you know, I'm not going to do that. Uh, here's my lawyer's number. We can negotiate. We'll figure out a way to get me in. And uh, he never hears back from him. He just never hears back from him. So he's like, okay, I guess they'll gonna they're gonna talk to you know my attorney or my intermediary. So he's got a a gig. He's gonna be doing Mike Huckabee's show in Nashville. What does the FBI do? Do they uh, do they knock on his door? Do they call him up? Do they call him up? Like when they found out Diane Feinstein had a freaking uh, Chinese spy working for her for 20 years. That's what they did with her. The FBI called her up. Hey, Diane, you know that guy who drives you around? Yeah, we think he's compromised. So, anywho, have a great day. Tell Nancy we said hi. Do they do that with Peter Navarro? No, because he's the enemy. So the Justice Department, the FBI, uh, they don't call him up. They don't, they don't even show up at his house. These guys, they wait until he gets to the Nashville air, he gets to the airport uh, in DC or whatever, heading to Nashville, and they uh, they arrest him in public so that they can have their their big show, their big perp walk show. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. Handcuffs, leg irons, the whole nine. Because you guys, uh, he's in contempt of Congress, and and we have a system of laws. You can't you can't just. Uh, be in contempt of Congress and have nothing happen. Eric Holder. Yeah, Eric Holder, contempt of Congress. Nothing ever happened. <laughs> it's just, it's so one-sided. It's so one-sided. And that's one of the many, many, many problems that we got to uh, address. And it's another need for lawyers. And, and Navarro comes out. And Navarro was talking about the case that they're bringing against him. And it's steep. And if he and if he hires lawyers, if he has to hire, you go bankrupt. That's it. You're done. So they'll just hassle you. It's death by a thousand cuts. So we need dudes on our side. We need like a million more Mike Yoders. You guys remember all the lawsuits? Like when Trump came in, to, when he was president? It was like everything he did. I got an executive order and like lawsuits, lawsuits, the Ninth Circuit Court, blah, 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 blah. And they, see, it felt like they stopped everything. It felt like they stopped all of them. And you're like, so Biden comes in, he does all these executive orders. You don't even hear a peep. You don't hear anything about a lawsuit. Nobody's suing anybody. He has to do something so outrageous. Like, hey, everybody, you got to get the vax. You got to get the vax or you lose your job. You got to get the vax. These are the same people. I have to laugh because it's so ridiculous. The same people, the government, who's like, hey, you have to do what we say or we will ruin you financially. We'll make you, we'll make you be fired. We, yes, you will be fired because you didn't get vaccinated. These are the same people who are like, hey, and we want your guns. We want to take away your guns. If ever there was, if ever, in the United States of America, beyond the revolution, there was a bad time 
<laughs> there was a bad time to float the balloon of, hey, let's take the gun. I'd say now. I would say now, like after a two-year lockdown and you have to wear a mask or you're going to be fined, oh, we want you to, we want to inject this mystery vaccine into your veins. And if you don't take it, you get fired. <clears throat> oh, and by the way, we need the guns. It's just, it's laughably stupid. All right, we're going to take a break. I'm going to go through some of the cards I got at AmFest. But we're going to talk more about guns. And we got to talk about this uh, drag show in Vegas. Drag the kids to Pride. I don't know if, I don't know if you noticed, but it's Pride Month. It's Pride Month. When I got, when I got the Uber to the hotel, the dude, the little, uh, you know how you, you, you look at the Uber app and it shows how far away the car is. The freaking car had the flag on it. I'm like, we get it. But like the little digital car, the little cartoon car had the gate gay flag on it. Or the, yeah, the old one. The rainbow one. Not the new one. The new one has Ukraine. Okay. We're taking a break. We're coming back. I swear I'm going to have more sweet, sweet info and, and just goodness. Just overall goodness. Be right back. Hi, I'm Mike. Founder of DollarShaveClub.com. What is DollarShaveClub.com? Well, for a dollar a month, we send high-quality razors right to your door. Yeah, a dollar. Are the blades any good? No. Our blades are f***ing great. Each razor has stainless steel blades and aloe vera lubricating strip and a pivot head. It's so gentle a toddler could use it. And do you like spending $20 a month on brand name razors? 19 go to Roger Federer. I'm good at tennis. And do you think your razor needs a vibrating handle, a flashlight, a back scratcher, and 10 blades? Your handsome ass grandfather had one blade and polio. Looking good, pop up. Stop paying for shave tech you don't need. And stop forgetting to buy your blades every month. Alejandro and I are gonna ship them right to you. We're not just selling razors. We're also making new jobs. Alejandra, what were you doing last month? Not working. What are you doing now? Working. I'm no Vanderbilt, but this train makes hay. So stop forgetting to buy your blades every month and start deciding where you're going to stack all those dollar bills I'm saving you. We are DollarShaveClub.com, and the party is on. I look right. I put your and drive like a gay. So when I'm coming to see you, see you. We're back. What you missed, what I, what I saved from you in clever editing was me going through my luggage and finding some of my notes. I'm, I'm horribly disorganized, but I just wanted to make sure I was giving out the right name. Uh, the app that I was telling you guys that has like, it's the largest compilation of conservative businesses. It's called Public Square. Public Square. I hope I said it right in the A block. Okay, so that was very cool. Um, holy smoke. I, 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 Corey Lewandowski, met him. Good dude. 
Um, oh, and there's another great movie out that you guys might want to check out about the 2020 election, and it is called Rigged, R-I-G-G-E-D. Uh, and it's it's completely different. It's This is about what Zuckerberg was doing, what Facebook was doing with, with all of their money, and explains that. Trump is in it. We saw a preview of that. That looked really, really cool. So make sure you check that out. And we got to support these creators. Uh, I, to me, that's the that's the hope on the on the horizon. That like guys like uh, Dinesh D'Souza. There you go. You made a great documentary, Two Thousand Mules. Fantastic. I hope you made a ton of money. Now make more stuff. It doesn't all have to be documentaries. You know, hey, if that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. Go ahead and, and, and do it. But I hope you make enough money to do more stuff. Same thing with this movie, uh, Rigged. Make more stuff. Make more content. Um, there was a bunch of hip-hop dudes out there as well. They had a uh, Bryson Gray was there. Anomaly was there. Those guys put on a heck of a show. So that's more that's more AmpFest stuff. And I, I know I'm forgetting people. Um Oh my gosh, I gotta give, before we get to the gun stuff, the gun stuff, whatever, uh, there's, uh, this woman who I just think is fantastic. And this is, uh, there's also, you know, uh, Tana Gertz is fantastic as well. But there's this woman, Lindsey Graham, and God bless her, her name is Lindsey Graham, right? She's walking around her life, uh, named Lindsey Graham. So she has a book out and she's, she's a smoke show. She is a hottie boom body, uh, and it's fantastic. And I guess, you know, when she was on Twitter and social media and stuff, she's talking about Trump this, make America great again, that, you know, the whole nine yards. People started, like, they thought they would slam her by calling her the Patriot Barbie. Hey, Patriot Barbie. And like all the greats, like all the greats, when they give you a nickname like the Patriot Barbie, she's like, oh, that's... That's freaking awesome. So she has a uh, book out called Targeted, and it's about uh, uh, her and standing up for trying to stand up for what's right and being a mom and being an absolute smoke show and, uh, you know, her journey and all that stuff. But I, th- I think it's fantastic. <laughs> when I came out, I came out on stage and I'm like, so Lindsey Graham has a new book. Boy. Ah, see, that was my little joke. Ah, it's not that Lindsey Graham. It's this Lindsey Graham. So anyway, uh, and I love that she steers into the skid. Yeah, I'm a freaking patriot, and I'm an absolute smoke show. And I'm a mom. So there, have at thee. I want to have her on the show as well. We got to get, um, I got so many guest lines up, you guys. When I get back uh, to terra firma, we're going to have more guests. I promise you. There's so many people that I met at AmpFest that want to do the show, really cool people, interesting people, fun, just have at the, not boring, who wants a bore, who wants a bore, okay, so here's what, uh, we were joking around about, did you hear me, that's me rustling my notes, that's proof, that's proof of me doing work, before we uh, took the break, I was talking about the gun thing, and like, this is like, they always say this. The left always says this. Oh, it's just, it's always, it's always this. 
common sense gun control that and it's like so predictable so predictable so something horrible happens and then somebody's like how much enough is enough yo we got to do something we got to do something now we got to pass a law we got to pass common sense gun reform okay and then it, it just kind of devolves from there into the same old arguments so here's here's where i've landed on this whole thing and i'll sum it up for you uh, very easily no, <laughs> you can't, you can't, it's, it's stupid for them to even bring it up. I don't know how much clearer they could have been when they were writing the constitution shall not be infringed there. That's the end of the story. I don't know how you get around that. Uh, now, does that mean I want everybody to have tactical nukes? No, I don't. However, uh, I'm sorry that the AR-15 Looks like a scary gun. Ooh, look at that. That's a scary looking one. You got more problems with other stuff. So the Constitution says I get a gun. So, ta-da. And it's not even the Constitution. The Constitution says no one can get in the way of me having a gun. The Constitution, that's what it says. That's like, and, 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 and I'm mad at myself for even getting it that twisted out of the gate. That's That's worth repeating. And, and really understanding the Constitution doesn't guarantee, no. The power doesn't come from the Constitution. The Constitution keeps the jackholes from taking your guns. We get a gun, whatever. We get freedom of speech, whatever. That's just the stuff we're born with. We get guns. So the answer is no. How about that? How about that? And if you want, oh, this it'll get depressing. It'll get depressing. We're going to look up uh, drug. Oh, boy. Let's just go with uh, drug overdoses 2021. We'll go back a year. If you really want to, if you really want to get concerned about something like, oh, the children, we got to do something. It's the children. It's the children. For the love of God. This is the National Center for Health Statistics. Here's the number, you guys. Over 100,000 drug overdose deaths in the U.S. a year. 100,000 people a year. OD. Oh, we got to do something to save the children. We got to do something about the guns. Oh, it's the guns, the guns, the guns. Hey, here's an idea. How about you do something about the uh, the drugs coming across the border? 100,000. So it's not about, it, it's never, it's not about, it's not about saving lives. It's not about helping people. It's about just, they just want the guns. They just want the guns. So I promised you I wasn't going to go down the rabbit hole. It's a very easy response. I'm not going to get into it much deeper than that. It's heartbreaking. 100,000 drug overdose deaths a year? Oh, we got to do something about the guns. Oh, go screw yourself. The answer is no. The answer is no on the guns. How about you go build the wall? How about you go build the wall? All right. Here's the other thing that occurred to me during the break. I'm like, this will be this week's podcast. And today is, oh my gosh, you guys, today, as I'm recording this, it's D-Day. It's D-Day. June 6th. 1944. That was the craziest. I don't know if you've ever read any of those books. I'll, I'll recommend. I'll recommend this book. 
you're going to have a, a great time with this one. Pick up the book by uh, Stephen Ambrose called Band of Brothers. And you're going to be like, oh, I watched that on HBO. No, 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 no. Read the book. Read the book. Then go watch the series again. Those dudes, you, you wonder now, you really do. You wonder now, do we have it in us? Do we have it? At, can we can we muster that many people to to go? I, I don't know. I seriously worry about our military, but I think about those dudes in World War II, and I read that book, Band of Brothers. Stephen Ambrose is fantastic. I can't recommend his stuff enough. Read read his shit on uh, uh, Lewis and Clark. The name of that one is Undaunted Courage. Holy crap. Read the one about the – I went through a huge phase where that's like I couldn't get enough of this dude. Highly recommend it. Start with Band of Brothers because it is. It's like a. It it reads like a movie. It reads like a movie. I don't know if we could put that kind of thing together now. I I really don't. I know Top Gun is like huge at the box office right now. I don't want to go. See, I don't want to see it. I'll see it when it comes out on streaming services or some shit. But like, it's gonna bum me out. <laughs> Seriously, I'm like, is that? Can we do that today? Can we still do that? I know it's it's a Hollywood movie, it's a feel good movie, but 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 like, when push comes to shove, can we really can we do that crap anymore? Or is it somebody be like, I can't today because I feel like I read a tweet and it really has me shook, and I just I just don't know if I should be behind the controls of a plane today because I'm just I'm not like it's just all these excuses for freaking everything, all these excuses. Oh, I don't. It's just I feel. I feel I'm just scared today and I can't. Yeah, no shit. Do you think those dudes didn't feel scared back in World War II? I just, I don't. And it's just this aggressive. Oh, here you go. Here's a transition for you. This aggressive feminization of like kids across America. This whole gender bending Come on out to the freaking drag show. Here, we're going to get into this. We're going to spend some time on this. Because unfortunately, this is like one of those uh, Russian nesting dolls. There's a problem, and then inside that is a problem, and then there's another problem, and, and then there's another one behind that. And this is why we got to, this is why we got to dig in. This is why I was so stoked about Ampfest and learning stuff and how we can use money as a lever and support these businesses and support creators. And, and I thank everybody for supporting me. I thank all the patron, uh, Patreon people. And just so you know, at the end of this, this is the second segment, then we go to Patreon. But the drag show in Texas, that was horrifying. That was horrifying to watch. And, and like the, uh, the parental rights law, We've talked about it before on the show down in, down in Florida. Hey, we don't want you touching, uh, teaching any sex stuff to little kids. Just don't do it. And then, and then they, they're still like aggressively fighting that. Someone, some entity, some person, someone is behind that. And there is no good part of that. There is no good part of that. And it'll be like, well, if it saves, it saves one trans child, then it's worth it. Okay, I got 100,000 people dead from drug overdoses. So get in line, freaking whatever you're identifying as today. 
So they're called. They'll keep changing the names of it. So you got the, the you have the parental uh, rights thing in Florida, which is a great start. But Disney, they're not going to stop doing their, you know, hey, we're doing it's Pride Month. Hey, we're going to. It's going to keep going, and and then it comes to this this uh, this drag show in Texas, and that's the part that really, like, first of all, uh, that a parent that is that a human being. That a human being would go, oh, I, I need to, I need to expose my child to this. Like, I, I don't know where their values are. I don't know what, I, I really, I, I can't wrap my head around it where, oh, I have a little kid and I want to take them to this show where, you know, people are dressed up as women and it's the really gaudy makeup and it's like, uh, there's a big sign in the background. It's not going to lick itself. How do you explain that sign to a little kid? And then they call this thing drag kids to pride. That's really the perfect motto. Do what you think a kid? Oh yeah, let's do that. What do you want to do? You want to go to, you want to go to the amusement park? You want to, you want to ride a pony? You want to, you want to, you want to play video games? Or do you want to go? Uh, see a uh, really large grown-up that's just gonna confuse the shit out of you. And oh, and what's that sign say, Mom? Oh, it says it's not gonna lick itself. Are they talking about ice cream? What are they talking about? Then you have to explain the shit. Who takes their kid to this? Who holds one of these events? And then who takes their kids to it? That is a canary in a coal mine. Just the fact that it happened is a all the bells and whistles are going off. And I'll say it again. I honestly don't care who you sleep with. I don't care what kind of kinky stuff that you don't have fun. I swear to you, have fun if you're a grown up. The minute you bring little kids into it, we got a problem. We got a big problem. And I don't, I have zero problem saying this out loud to anybody who will listen. But here's where it gets. For me, where it got like, this is like the Russian nesting doll. Okay. So, so step one, somebody had, Hey, we're going to have a drag show for kids. Okay. Horrible. Uh, two, uh, parents showed up with their kids. Okay. That's a real problem that they, Oh yeah, this is a great idea. And then three, it was in Texas. Like I, I know not every square inch of Texas is pow, pow, pickety pow, but holy crap. I don't think there's any such thing as a red state. I really don't. It's they're all up for grabs. Every single I mean, they're all up for grabs. Except California. <laughs> Evidently. They're so entrenched uh, as being a, a, a liberal stronghold. But th- you can't take Texas for granted. They had a drag show for little kids in Texas. What in tar nation? That's a big problem. I, uh, I don't, is, there has to be some kind of, I'm about to say there's got to be a law against it, but they have like drag shows and library. What the, what? I can only come to one conclusion. And it's, it's what we're all thinking that when you start sexualizing little kids, I do not go, it's not a happy, happy, funny place. It's not a happy, happy, funny place. 
and uh, I know in, in in like most states, there's like you can't take a kid to a bar. Or the I I don't know. I hate I hate thinking that there's oh we have to pass a law to make the solution, but something's got to be done. They they did it in Florida with uh, the parental uh, rights thing, but like good lord in heaven, who does this? And then like who's who's performing? Like I I. I I have to think that there's a large segment of the gay community that's like horrified by all this. Do you remember what they used to say? You know, they're like, "Oh, we just want the same rights. Oh, we just want we just want to be uh, we just want to be married." And I could understand that, but like, let's not let's let's, let's let's call it something else, right? You can call it a civil union or whatever. You can enjoy the same rights as a as a couple, the same protections legally. Because that's it's to me it's cruel. Listen, if somebody wants to live their life, freaking God bless. I, I hope you. I hope you find happiness. But that was always it. That was always it. Oh, it's not like we're gonna we're gonna. It's not we're gonna come for the children. It's not like we're gonna teach your kids to be gay. God, get a little. And then here we are, all these years later. You know, okay, you got. Oh, oh, you just want this. Okay, that's cool. That's reasonable. We'll give you that. That seems right. Yeah, let's stand up for it. And let's do the right thing. And then here we are a handful of years later and it's like, please welcome to the stage, you know, lady tutu titties, uh, shaking her moneymaker for a freaking eight year old. Nope. Now you've gone too far. Now you've gone too far. It's the same thing with the guns. Oh, we just, oh, we just want the AR-15s. Oh, did I say, it's, oh, it's just the, okay, so it's the AR-15s and the handguns. Okay. Was the AR-15s and the hand? You know what? Let's just take all the guns. Let's just take all the guns. Yeah, it's not good at all. I, I and and shocking that it happened in Texas. I don't I don't take anything for granted. That was a kind of a big discussion in one of the panels at at Amfest, and it's like a lot of people are going, "Ooh, it's going to be a red wave," or as I like to say, a red volcano. And hopefully, it is, but. Uh, we have got to keep our foot on the gas. And I'm, I seriously, I want to roll shit back to like 1956. I really do. When, when, when we take over, hopefully we win the, the Congress and the Senate and yada yada. But I'm like, let's go. You know what the budget is for this year? What was it in 1956? That's what we're doing. You know what we're going to teach the kids? Uh, in school, what they were teaching in 1956. How about that? We're going to update it with a moon landing and some stuff about nuclear energy. <laughs> but like, uh, I'm talking about, I got my own reset going on. I got my own reset. We're going to start the day with the Pledge of Allegiance. All rise. <laughs> Open your school books. And I hope you enjoy. I, yeah, I would, I would roll it all back. Especially the government too. That's your budget. There is no Department of Education. They're gone. And hey, FBI, I'm coming for you too. We might not even need you. Screw 1956. FBI rounding up Peter Navarro, uh, arresting him in the frickin' airport. It's just horrible. Just horrible. Biden was on vacation. This was killing me. So I'm on the plane today, waiting for my plane, rather. And uh, everybody's there's these these pictures of uh, uh, Joe Biden 
and he's on vacation in Delaware. And all these people are like, hey, he's taken over 130 vacation days. And boy, Americans can't afford this. And he's out there taking a vacation. And I'm like, I give zero shits. Let him stay. Just leave him there. Just leave him there. We would be better off as a nation if we could do like a home alone with Joe Biden. Just freaking have Uber Eats deliver him food. And he's just in his Delaware house talking to the ghost of Corn Pop and dreaming about little heads he could sniff back in the day. Yeah, like... The joke, the joke to me isn't, oh, look how many vacation days he's took. I, the joke to me is like, leave him. Just leave him. We'll have a drone drop off some clean underwear every once in a while. Check on him. Make sure he hasn't fallen down. That kind of stuff. Send in a visit, visiting angel. But just let the country roll on. And then like everyone will go up one notch, right? Like Kamala will have to do more stuff and then we'll find out. As these people each go up one rung, we're, we're that much closer to finding out who the F is really behind all this crap. Who is really calling the shots? Because they got it out for us. They got it out for us. Inflation. The cost of gas. And that's a big one, man. Don't sleep on that one. Don't sleep on that one. When diesel starts to get too expensive... When it starts to get too expensive for the truckers to, that's when we could really, I know there's a people, there's a lot of gloom and doom people out there and they're making a lot of very good points and it's got, keep one eye on that. Keep one eye. If you're thinking, Hey, is this the year I want to start a garden? Yup. It fucking is. <laughs> I guarantee. What could it hurt? What could it hurt? Okay. I want to talk a little bit about, uh, uh, Dinesh D'Souza, some of the stuff on the website, a bunch of this is going to have to, we're going to, we're going to be rolling this over into, uh, into the, the Patreon segment of the show. And thank you, Patreon people. You're fantastic. I want to say one thing really quick, uh, before we go, I'm going to look at some of these. This one might go a little bit longer. This one might go a little bit longer. I got to sign in here. I did this, uh, there's a, a wonderful person who's on the, the Loftus party, uh, Facebook page. And she sent me this meme uh, on Twitter, and she's like, "Hey, do you want to liven up your page? Do you want to do you want to stir things up on the page a little bit?" And she had this meme, and uh, she sent it to me, and I'm like, "Yeah, you know, bang!" I, I threw it right up right away. Let's go to Facebook, and it was like uh, it was a a picture of um uh, the Family Feud, Steve Harvey and the Family Feud, and it was like uh. Ladies, what do you wish your man? What's you know? What's the number one thing you wish your your man would do more? And I'm like, okay, this will be this. This could get fun. Let's see what the responses are to this one. You guys, we have to talk about this. We have to talk about what the loftus party people, the ladies, uh, what they want. I'm I'm opening up the post now. It's taking a minute. It's the Wi-Fi here at the. The hotel. Because I'm like, okay, so here, here's the post. Name something women wish men would do more often. Tons of comments. Tons of comments. And here we go. And I'm not calling anybody out. Help clean up after yourself. 
go to the grocery store with a list and come back with what's on the list and nothing else. Uh, do the dishes. Keep a back rub, a back rub. Pay attention. Do the dishes. Clean up. Do the dishes. Holy crap. Like, and, and I'm going to be taught doing this. Uh, I think there's a bit in here for, for stage, but like, I'm going to be at ladies. This is a question. If I do the dishes, are you going to blow me? Like, <laughs> here's something you need to understand. Ladies, we want to bang. We always want to bang. That's just how we are. We, we, we love you and we want to. Now, if, if there's banging at the end of the dishes, then yeah. But here's the problem with, with like the do, doing the dishes, doing the dishes. And there's, there's levels to this too. But like, uh, uh, if here's the one that I like, oh, I cooked. So you do the dishes. Eh, I understand the, the rationale behind that. I can kind of get it, but like, I like to cook, right? So if I'm, if I'm, if I, if I cook, then she does the dishes and then is, is her prize sex? I, I don't think so. And then if everybody, so if everybody just hates having dirty dishes that are around, it's like, oh, it bothers me. I don't like the dishes when they pile up. Then freaking do the dishes. <laughs> if, if it bothers you, listen, it bothers me too. I can't stand it, but they have dishwashers, right? <laughs> you just, you just, it, it's not a big thing. And it, it reminds me of like the Everybody Loves Raymond episode where they wouldn't move the, the suitcase. If it's bothering you that much, then put them in the dishwasher. Or there's got to be a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. I know this sounds so sexist. And I say it because I do a lot of the cooking. But like, I'm not going to cook and do the dishes. That's That's a bridge too far. I can't go there. And I'll play by your little rules. Oh, oh, I cooked, so you do the dishes. Okay, I get that. And if it's big and gross, if it's a big old pile of gross dishes, like, uh, freaking just, just do them. Like, th there's some things that you just see in, in your life and you're like, I cannot stand. If you truly cannot stand it, then do something about it. That's part of you cannot stand it. I cannot stand this, so I'm going to do. And then you're like, that's not the point. Why doesn't he do it? Blah, blah, blah. Then you got to have a talk with that dude. You got to have a talk with that dude. But uh, it's never really the dishes. Something else is bothering you. And I'm also... I love it when the ladies are like, oh, I think it's sexy. Oh, when, when my man, oh, when he runs the vacuum cleaner... Oh, that is the biggest crock of shit. That's how we got here, you guys. That's how That's how we got here. This freaking soy boy bullshit. How about this? I got to stop. I'm going to get myself in trouble. Uh <laughs> That's the biggest lie. I I've I've never met a dude. I've never met a dude who was like, "Dude, Mike you wouldn't believe it. What? What happened? Last night, my girl, she was like, ooh, you know what turns me on? I like it when you, like, do the dishes. Ooh. And then, man, I did the dishes, and the next thing you know, boom! 
boom, we were just all over. She could not stop. She couldn't get her hands off me. She was banging like a porn star. That has never happened in real life. I don't think the woman exists who gets freaking a squishy off of a dude doing dishes. Stop trying to fool us. Now, if it's about... <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's going to be on stage. They'll be throwing things at me, but that's fine. I can handle it. Okay. We got more stuff coming up. I'm going to take this over. I'm going to take this over to the Patreon show. But just so you know, I'm going to talk about this uh, of the many things we're going to talk about. We got to talk about Tanesh D'Souza, 2000 Mules, and some something very, very cool uh, that he did. We're going to talk about some stuff that's on the web. We're, we're going to talk about this. We have to talk about this pinup artist, uh, Olivia de Bernardinus. Bernardinus, you, you have to go, you have to see her work. It's so freaking, it's beautiful and it's freaking hot and it's like a throwback. But, ah, uh, okay. So we're going to talk about that. Maybe a little bit more about, uh, about D Day and the Queen's Jubilee. Oh, the Queenie. Oh, the Queenie. I used to really not like the Queenie, but now she's like, She's like, she's like, uh, she's like civilization's grandma, <laughs> right? It's like, she's, I can't imagine that lady when her head hits the pillow that night, she has watched, she has watched civilization just really go down a slippery slope. I'd love to have a conversation with the queen just about the shit she's seen. Okay. Anyway, so there's, there's, there's tons. There's tons. We're going to get some more into the, uh, uh, some Biden stuff. The Carolina Panthers have a transgender, uh, in the cheerleading squad. It's just why. Okay. I'm not going to get into it here. We're going to go over to Patreon. You're all fantastic. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing to the YouTube channel, uh, and supporting and sharing the content. It's fantastic. You're the greatest. I can't wait to do these shows in Vegas. It's going to be so much fun. All right, one more question. Why are those pants still on? <laughs>